Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Coffee and Beans podcast. Um, how was your day? How are you? How was your week? Thank you for the feedback. Thank you for everyone who followed on our social media platforms. We're absolutely overwhelmed by the love. I appreciate many more episodes coming, many more episodes coming. Thank you for everyone who who made a comment um, on, on our previous episodes. We appreciate the love. Keep them coming, keep them coming. Um, today is a special episode, very special episode to me because, first of all, it took what it took for me personally to get my guest on this podcast was a lot. And um, we've been on different platforms together, but this particular one is special to me because here, here I can ask him all kinds of questions. He's my mentor, he's my brother, like my real life brother. Um, he's 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 someone I I look up to. Um, I talk to. I seek advice for, for on on a lot of issues, um, and I can't wait. And I'm sure you can't wait to to dig in and listen to what to our conversation because it's going to be really really awesome. On today's episode, I have Mr. Ade Doin Balogun. He's uh, he's the CEO, creative director of Baldon Clothiers. Baldon is a menswear brand based in Abuja. So you can imagine, we are doing this recording in Lagos and he came all the way from from Abuja. Like I said, it took a lot to bring him here. So um, welcome, Mr. Mr. B. Thank you very much, sir. We call well. We call him Bros. Like, like, like I said, he's he's a he's a, he's my real life brother. We are we are fam- we we are, well four four siblings, and he's the very first. And so um, he's um, he's a he's a trendsetter in many many ways. Um, so like I said, we, we call him Bros. How did I come about it? His name is Doing. So when we were a lot younger, um, our parents just woke up one day and said. You have to start calling your brother, brother doing, brother doing. In my mind, I'm like, ah, brother doing, someone that we've been calling doing from when we... And so me being the rebel that I am, I said, no, I can't call him that. Too. I'll have to look for a, a very funky way to address him. And I think that's how, it's, that's how that stuck. Um, and, you know, we've, fun, we've, we've done different... I think sometimes his wife calls him brother too. We've, we've, we've tried to funkify it from brother to brother, y'all, to... The bros man, but yeah, he's he's here. Um, he's been in the business, fashion business, from uh, since 1999. Um, am I correct, sir? Um, 1999, maybe 1999-ish, because we started from university. Yes, yes. So yes. I think it's somewhere around 97, wow. 90, yeah, 96, 97. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, I mean, I'm, we, we both we know I would get to the business side, but I just want to like. Um, for those of us, of course, I know this story, but I mean, for those of us who don't know this story, I'm going to pick his brain and just take it, take it all the way back, 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 back. So, um, Brosdy, how was growing up like? Um, I know you spent the greater part of your growing up in the north, but how was growing up like? Well, the major part of like your formative years ish, but I, but I, but how was how 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 would you say growing up was like? Um, I think for me, I had a uh, quite a balanced uh, childhood. Balanced in the sense that um, as early as four years, I was shipped up to UK 
Um, that's way before this uh, jackpot, jackpot. Yeah, you know, shipped off yeah. to UK. Um, way before the other my other siblings were born. That's you, Dio, and Tola. Yeah. Um, and returned at about uh, nine. So I spent about four, four and a half years in UK. Um, so did you know what, what was going on? Like, what, what did, did did you did you like did you ask questions? Did they tell you what you were going to do? What was the the ultimate plan? Was it to like get citizenship or what? No, there was actually the the ultimate plan at that time was not to get citizenship. What was it to, to do? Because I remember uh, they tricked me, <laughs> and I used that word uh, responsibly into coming back. Um, and I think the greatest fear they had was I. You joined back then. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't want to come back. Okay. You know, um, at the, of course, we had family friends who were much older than me, and they had stated categorically that they were not going back to Nigeria, back. especially because they were old enough once they were 18. So I think the fear of a child not coming back home, you mm. know, was was one of the things that prodded them to say, no, let this guy come back. On return, I went to American International School, yes, um, Lagos. Then um, came the the big one, and I went to <laughs> command secondary school. Just by the way, so the culture culture shock, the the, the extreme ends, you know, from extreme Aje to extreme, extreme Paco, Paco, in fact, you know. Uh, then of course University of Jos, but I think for me, like um, because I have very very strong. Re- uh, beliefs Belief, and yeah. roots in, in, in God and um, as a practicing Christian. Like Paul, I can say I've learned to abound yeah, yeah. and to obey. So I, looking back, I think, and I, and I just think, I know that the sum total of my childhood prepared, prepared me for where I am today. Right yes. Okay. You know, so I... I mingle and dine with the rich and sing with the poor and sing with the... So it gives me a balanced perspective, you know, to life. You know, so I'm very, very grateful. No regrets whatsoever. Okay, so um, um, I, 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 in, I wanted to, to ask a question regarding Joss. Like, how was it like... Um, how was growing up in the North? Like, like juxtaposing it against the, 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 the North now... Have, have there always been these crises, or are we just knowing about it now because I mean we're a democratic system and there's more social media? There's more. Have there, there always been the rancor and the unsettlement, like all of that, in the north? Or is it? Or is, it or is it? Is it new? In quote. Um, so I think it's it's for Joss. And yes. I, I think I can speak about Joss. How long did you spend in Joss? Um, Cumulatively, we have a, a six and a seven, about thirteen years. So you did secondary school and university in Jos. Was there? Was yes. there? Was there? Like, was it planned? It wasn't planned. Okay, so university, I had two options. I had the lorry and um, Jos. <laughs> and so I, I, I remember get going to lorry and I just saw the distance from. The, oh, you went there? Yes, I saw the distance from the gate to the main campus. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, this place I don't even, I don't even know anybody. I said, ah, no. So of course, just was was familiar territory, yeah. and and of course, just 
the nature of man. You want to stay in your comfort, in your comfort zone. zone yeah. Of course, and there were people that had left secondary school that were already in just so you knew that it was familiar terrain. Right, right. Familiar terrain. So it was just natural that okay, since I had the options of uh, option of option of choice. Um, I would choose just, just, yeah. So it was okay, okay. That was that was how just came about. Okay, so so I mean, back to the question, like like how was how was 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 are there are there are there always been? No, just was extremely peaceful, extremely calm. You had a very um, large population of foreigners because of the weather. Wow, you know, um, just was. The average just person was chilled. Just, is just chilled, happy go lucky. They don't they don't have chill. They don't have any worries, you know. Um, it's largely a civil service town. You know, town. Yeah. So you can be sure that by three uh, three thirty, people are on their way back home. You know, um, later on, the men go to the local uh, joint Joints to take to, to, a Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. That I think that was just that's probably the that was just the major. There was really nothing. I mean, it's it's and maybe that was also their undoing that they now they were too chill to see that there was there was un- trouble un- coming. oncoming danger, you know. Um, the average just who are Biram, you know, they don't have any, and they're very hospitable, very 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 hospitable people, very accommodating, very hospitable. Um, the the place was very tranquil, uh, very very peaceful, you know, and just the weather alone just. Made it you feel like you were. Yes, you know, um, and I still have very, very fond memories. Have uh, you been to Joss since uh, you left school? Yeah, so when we um, went, I went back for my 25 years okay, uh, reunion. reunion yeah. And uh, it was a shadow of itself. The school or the, 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 the city itself? The city had, had tried to um, move on, but it's it's there were apparent divisions. Divisions, so there yeah. are places Muslims don't go, don't to, go to and build. There are places Christians. It never used to be like that. Like that, yeah. Especially because our students were very adventurous. So, I mean, there were no, there were no places that were out of bounds. Now, you get to hear that, oh, okay, the place, there's a community behind the university called Anguanrogo. Now I hear that you can't even pass through Anguanrogo as a thoroughfare. It's shortcut to the hostel. Wow. You know, if you do anything you see, you're on your own. (laughs) And I'm like, when did it become this bad? I mean, it was never like this, you know, but uh, it's what it It is. It is what it is. So then after then, I mean, you you lived in Abuja, but I I know that there's a backstory to that. So after school, so when when did your business start? So my business started during the Asus strike. Everybody started business yeah, during Astro Strike. During Astro strike. <laughs> Which of the strikes? So, Joss was very notorious because after the federal strikes, you now had the, the, internal, the internal strikes. strikes. So we could do six months, seven months as a stretch. We were <laughs> we were boiling like that, you know. And um, I think the one that really uh, um, was really that really. You know, broke the cameras back. Cameras back yeah. Was when um, the, the then commander in chief that was Abacha. Abacha, yeah. And he said, uh, "Oh, he's going to sack all the lecturers." Uh, and we were told it was indefinite because he was saying, "No, they, they was going to they were going to get foreign lecturers," and he was calling their bluff. <laughs> 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 uh, 
I mean, that in itself was like, okay. And growing up in a kind of strict um, um, family, family up, yeah. it's difficult to say, okay, so they've given you maybe 5,000 naira. And you say, oh, it's, it's exhausted. I need more money. <laughs> <laughs> I remember these were the days where there was no mobile phone. Mobile, so you know the amount of words you will hear before you get any before more you money. get any more money and i said no for for something i didn't know how long it would end it would it would be on mm-hmm. for i needed to have some form of earnings for myself and that's how it started so there's this lady um a very good friend of mine she used to be known as dubai fonche she's married um based in uk and um her mom just came back from US and she had t-shirts for sale. I remember very clearly. So I was like, okay, give me some. So she gave me six. You know, let me try my hands on it. And we were able to, I was able to sell so, off sell. the six. I said, okay. So question, why didn't you want to come back to Lagos? Why didn't you want to come back? Why didn't you want to come back to Lagos? Yes, knowing fairly well that there was no end to the strike. Like, no, I was in Lagos. Oh, you're in Lagos. Okay. Yes, I was okay. in Lagos. Okay. No, okay. the strike, I mean, we're all home. We're okay, yes. Because yes. the university was shot. Right. So I was in Lagos. So um, you know, my mom brought some t shirts. Okay, let me have. Sold the first six. Noticed that there was a demand and sold the second six. Second six. So I, I took sold and that six. So I said, okay, I need more. She said, no, that's it. I said, no, that can't be it. I, we need, <laughs> need more. I need more. People are on my, on my neck. And she said, no, it's, 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 um, it's exhausted. And mom still probably won't travel again until next year. Wow. And I think that's when the entrepreneur, you know, entrepreneur in me, the entrepreneur spirit really kick in. That okay, there must be a way now, you know. So I said, okay. And uh, went to tell you a show, then it had been burnt. I'd been burnt, yeah. Went to Tejo Show and uh, for my viewers outside uh, Nigeria or Lagos, Tejo Show is or was a very popular complex in Yaba, Yaba, yeah. the, the metropolis, yeah. um, where they sold all sort of clothes and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, garments, garments, accessories, yeah. accessories, yeah, fabrics and stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. So went there, and I was able to find some fantastic fabric. You know, so I said okay. Um, I'd always had an eye for detail and putting pieces together. So I shopped for everything. It was now shopping for the workman. For the workman, yeah. And um, as fate would have it, I, 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 was, I had a, there was a workman that um, was not too far off from my mom's store in, on Alago, in Alago Meiji. That's Yaba, Yaba also. Too, yeah. And that's how we started... Uh, you know what we the side the side hustle yes so that has become the main hustle. the main hustle now so let, let, let me let me um, um segue let me take let me take one from that so for those for did you always know you had entrepreneurial spirit or did the strike like did the strike bring or did the strike like like provoke that in you for instance if you went to if you ended up doing university in the UK would, do you think you'll be doing clothing now um, because of course there's nothing like strikes or anything. Yes, so I might not have been doing clothing, but then again I might. That's one. But I strongly believe that I'll have something to do with fashion art with the creative, creative. With, with, okay. with, with creative. And I say that because while in in um, primary school, I remember um, I made a house. We used cartons, made a house, you know, and it was it was uh, auctioned. 
you know. Primary school in the UK? Yes, in the oh, UK. Okay. That's uh, Kingsgate, okay. you know, Kingsgate in fact, is off, off Kilburn High Road. Okay. Um, so I remember it was auctioned, you know, and the proceeds went to charity for the school. So um, looking back as I became older, I appreciate the fact that, oh, this spark of creativity had always, had always been, been, been there, there, in there yeah. you know, and it was just uh, tying together. Um, fashion has just given me an expression, a medium of expression. Fashion. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. Okay, so um, so back to why 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 Abuja? Did 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 Abuja choose you, or did you did you choose Abuja? No, I did it. So let me let me put it on record. I tell I tell people every time that I never chose Abuja, and. Um, there's a, a lady <laughs> that knows the full story. So when my first posting came, I think I was posted to... Anambra. Anambra. Yeah. Um, and I said, nope. The posting came out late November, I think early December. I said, nope. I already had orders and the government cannot um, just come and... Um, disrupt disrupt, disrupt my, my, plans. my plans. Because they were the ones that kept postponing. And I remember my mom just... Watching in awe that are you guy. okay? <laughs> you know, when I you're not going for your NYC, that's how I defer it. But was NYC like you know some people that they know that they're not going to work for any 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 body like? Right. So I mean, what's the point of doing NYC? But why was it important for you to go for? You said was it was it your choice or choice of our parents? No, so my parents didn't force it because when I was deferring it, they just they just watched from afar. You know now. Um, I need to quickly put a, 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 um, a rejoinder. My dad was not in support. Yes, um, what he wanted me to do was, oh, look, after reading Pure and Applied Chemistry, really, yes. what can you do with Pure and Applied Chemistry? You are still young, so would you go back and read medicine? Because that was what he wanted you to read from the, uh, from the, from the from get-go. Exactly. Yes. So it was, it was medicine. And um, when... When fashion found me, um, and I really liked what I was doing, not for the money, I just loved it. I loved the fact that people wore my pieces, people were happy. I mean, that for me was a million bucks. Hmm. Um, so I had to man up, and um, so the conversation starts and said, aha, so between Ilori, between Ife, Ife I okay. remember between Ife Ibadan and the lag, you know, which would you like to do your... Um, NYC? No, to University. do medicine. Oh, medicine. Oh, okay. So that's why they want. So he wanted you to do another jam. No, like another entry. No, no, because I had, f I had. If you had a degree, degree okay, okay. I would start. I would start second year, S like direct entry, direct entry. Kind of. Okay. You know, and I said, okay, aha. So I've been meaning to have this conversation <laughs> with you, and um, actually, I think I really want to give this garment thing, this tailoring, a shot. A shot. And I literally saw my eyes, my dad's eyes turn red, literally, <laughs> you know. Um, and for the period when I was to, before I was to leave the house, I remember he did not talk to me, you know, and I was invisible. So... I'd leave, leave, leave the house for youth service. For youth service. For youth service, okay. So, of course, if I was to go in for second degree, I wouldn't need youth service. Oh, yes, of course, of course. Because you, you would have passed the I, age of exam. No, 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 no. You know, if I was going for second degree, yeah. you know, I wouldn't need you, I wouldn't need you service until I finished, finished second, yeah, second yeah, degree. Finished second degree, yes. So there was probably no pressure. I think that's why there was no pressure, pressure on me. Right. You know, so um I deferred it. And I met this 
fantastic lady then. Um, her name is her name then was Kai Gamde. Now she's Kai Oga, Mrs. And um, we made some items for her. She was so thrilled. She would, then there was a Continental Trust Bank. Continental Trust Bank uh, was one of the new new generation, new generation banks, banks. Um, in Lagos or Abuja. She came to Lagos, okay, but she was based in Abuja. You are not giving all the story. You said you, you the first time you def, you deferred your. I your, deferred, it. You deferred it. Yes, so I deferred it. Yes. that I wasn't going to go. Okay, yes. So that's why I have to bring up bring the issue up of this, Kai. Uh, Kai, okay. So when Kai came for training, she came for training in the head office. We met through a mutual friend, um, Josephine. Oh, this guy does some fantastic stuff. Oh, really? Okay, could you make some work work for me? And I did that. And like, wow. Abuja then was just really, just really you yeah. know, coming up, um, pretty virgin. And I'm like, okay, why not? She loved it. And said, so we need more of you in Abuja. Hmm. And I said, no, I'll remain in Lagos. But um, I don't know if you could do me a favor. I'm meant to go for my NYC. I've deferred it. But I really like to be in Lagos because I have a lot of things going on. And she said, oh, jokingly, she said, oh, no, I'm going to ensure that they post you to Abuja. And that's what happened. And I said, no, I want to be in Lagos, please. So what, 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 brought, you, what brought you to Abuja before? So apparently there were, there were two of us that she... Um, was trying to Recruit? help with, help okay with, with um, okay um, redeployment with deployment. One was one wanted Abuja, I wanted Lagos, <laughs> but the person she gave the names to swap swap them. Wow, yeah, swap them, and uh, that's how I ended up in Abuja. In Abuja, but I was not done. Um, in the camp, I specifically wrote for redeployment to Lagos. What What did you tell them? Your reason was. I said I wanted to redeploy to Lagos, and <laughs> to just look at you like this. Guy. And everybody this thought guy. I was crazy yeah. because everybody wanted Abuja. People wanted Abuja. People were lobbying for Abuja. People were paying. I said no, I didn't want Abuja. I wanted Lagos. Hmm. You know, of course, I had had a team of three tailors. You know, I'd had the small kitty of clientele. Um, you know, of clients. You know. So I was happy. I, in my in my own little in my own little kingdom. Yeah, I, you're, I, I was, the, you're the king. You're the king. You're the king. You understand. <laughs> And um, as if God wanted to give me a knock, the, the redeployment was, um, was... Was not granted. It was granted. Back to Lagos? No. Okay, to Abuja. Quara. For real though? Quara. <laughs> you never heard this part. <laughs> this part. Quara. Wow. Aha. And um, at that point, I had to now repent. See. And I had to say, God, sorry. You know, I... Frantically went back to beg the staff and everything. It took me about uh, three months. Wow. Yeah, for them to redeploy me back to Abuja. And I had to forfeit the three, three months allowance. Three months allowance, yeah. You know. But it, I mean, it was it was, it was it, enough lesson. It was enough lesson. <laughs> you know, so I knew that there was something in Abuja that, 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 God, that God wanted you wanted to. me to. Yes. So how did you know? Okay, so when, of course, the, after the redeployment and everything, mm -hmm. your, your one year was over, you had built a clientele. Mm -hmm. How did you know that, okay, this, this is where I want you to stay? Oh, okay. Did, did you hear a voice? Fantastic. Excellent, excellent, excellent. So during my service year, I was shuttling Lagos Abuja. Yes. And I would take the night bus. Every two weeks? Every, in fact, a week and a half. A week and a half, yes, I remember. You know, I'll take the night bus. And I remember sometimes I never even used to come home. I would sleep, I would, I would just have my shower in the, in the park and go to the island, 
the contract tellers I was working with, get myself from them and go back. Because then again, I was going to be serving. So what am I tell my father that I was doing? <laughs> you know, he was not already in support. Don't, for, don't forget that we were not on talking terms. Yes, so good. So I was treading very, very, very fully. Exactly. And um, I remember very clearly, one of those days, I heard it absolutely, I mean, it was crystal, crystal Mm. clear. Tinubu Square, to be precise, in hot afternoon. And I heard, you're going to settle in Abuja. Wow. I felt extremely uncomfortable within me extremely uncomfortable okay uncertain. okay so so hold, hold, hold that thought yes. now so you've in your like you've checked and you see that in the trajectory of my life mm. god has been orchestrating Absol- like, i mean absolutely there was, there was there was uk yes there was joss yes there was I mean, AIS. there was the AIS. yes there was joss yes i mean wasn't there something you that was telling you that uh-uh, if god tell you say make you day yeah i mean you are good okay so you know, we are human beings first. Yes. You know, and it takes us building and working with God to hone our 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 um, spiritual, spiritual senses. Spiritual senses, senses. Yeah. Um, I as even as of now, I don't claim to know it all or have all the answers, but I know that I fear God, and that helps me and keeps me in check. You know, in a lot of ways. Now. When I heard that voice, that this was, I was, and I, I didn't hear anything again. So I remember going back. I had a small store in Unilag then. And I remember going back and asking my team of tailors. I said, Please, I, there's an issue, there's an issue. They said, what's that? And I said, this is what I heard, you know. And they said, oh, am I just knowing that they have known since that I was settled in Abuja? Wow. So... It was a confirmation, but it was also a, it was a shocker. It was a shocker that how can you know before me? Before me, way, way down, I mean, think in the thing of things. But it, it just confirmed. So I said, okay. Now, as Abuja is not Abuja is very expensive, and Abuja is very hostile. So I say this cautiously. Abuja has been good to me, no regrets. But the fear of a young man starting life in Abuja. It's, it can be quite daunting. Mm. Accommodation costs, it's not like Lagos. Accommodation is over the top. Yeah. Same also is shop space, rental space. Mm-hmm. Right? So, how much did I have? I pulled my Alawi together for a year, then made a bit of sales here and there, you know. Where do I start from? Which is why, for me, um, the Gamdes, shout out to Mr. Fanya Gamde. Um, architect par excellence, um, Kai and um, uh, Pai, they are twins. There's Kai, there's Pai, um, and Lami, their elder sister, who just said, Oh, I mean, I squatted with them in my service here, and post service, they still you allowed, they still allowed me to stay. Wow. You know, if you understand how Abuja works, you know, you know that, that is huge. That's, that was favor. That is huge. It's huge, huge, huge. These are people that don't have any blood ties, only the love of Christ. Love of Christ, yeah. You know. Mm. Um, so for that and to them, I remain eternally grateful uh, because it gave me that pedestal, that platform to put myself together, together. before launching out. 
Okay, so I mean, I want to also. I mean, I like cleaning stories. So for in this this new relocation wave, I mean, I mean, yours was Lagos to Abuja. For people that are wondering, should I move? Should I not move? Should I wait for God? Should I take the first step? What do you? What would you say? You know, like you you have people that, that of course there's a head mentality. A lot of people that are moving to Canada, mm. moving to the UK because everybody's moving. There are also people that will say, but God has not told me anything. I want, I, want, I, want, I want to stay, but all my family members are going. And they're asking, what are you still doing here? Why not bounce? What, what, do you, what do you say? What do you advise? As someone who literally had to move, okay, so, uproot yourself from... So, um, the grass is not always greener. Okay. And I have a very good friend of mine, you know, who relocated to um, Canada and has relocated back to Nigeria. The grass is not always greener. First and foremost, things might be tough, things might be tight, things may not be going the way we want. It's, it takes a lot to be a Nigerian. That's, that's, the, that's the honest truth. It takes a lot. But in it lies amazing opportunities, amazing people, you know, amazing talents. Um, some, someday, I strongly believe that we'll get our acts together. And those of us that choose to remain would have the first mover's advantage. Hmm. It's tough, and sometimes, even as a business person, yeah. um, it's, it's, it's difficult to see a, the ray of light. But we must, against all odds, Keep hope alive. Yeah, that is one thing we have going for us. Um, as long as we have life, we should have hope. hope. You know, and like I said, th things may not always pan out the way you want them to be, especially in this part of the world. Mm -hmm. But just hanging there, it's it's more it's 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 dangerous. You know, to just jump because everybody's jumping. And when people oftentimes tell me they want to relocate, you know, while I wish you well and I wish them well, I'll always ask why. They are not necessarily they are not necessarily better opportunities over there. And by God's privilege, I've done a bit of traveling myself, um, and I know that some people are working their asses off. A lot of people, not some. But some, some will say they, they want to move so for. Just to have a semblance of sanity. Sanity is a relative term. <laughs> and I'll tell you, and I'll tell you why. Because when you're when you're working two shifts and you are working in minus four, minus three, minus ten degree temperatures, which as an as as an African, this is alien to you. Mm -hmm. You are there's something known as acquired taste. Just even the food that you were you were you were, were brought you, up you with. were brought up with, you know these are things that cause and could cause sickness. And some people say, "Oh, it doesn't matter." It matters. Um, I've heard people say, "Oh, I'm doing it for the kids." For the kids, yeah, that's like the famous uh, you response. Know? But you see, guess what? Who did it for you? <laughs> no. Why you can yeah. give? We we need to stop trying to prepare life for our kids. And prepare our kids for, for life. life. Hmm. All right, you can't have. I mean, I have a very, very rich and healthy clientele 
you know, at, at my, in, in, my, in our kitty. And one of them is a major general serving, you know. And he said, look, my son can never become a general. <laughs> and I'm like, sir, what? He said, my son is over pampered. Wow. My son is, is, is overindulged. He said, why I am hanging the rank today is because of my hunger. Hmm. It's because of the background of poverty. Of poverty, yeah. It's because I needed to break the cycle in my family. Hmm. So I knew that I had to make that, I had to make it. Yeah. My son does not have that have hunger. That. My son does not see the need. Hmm. So when we, we try to make a life for our kids, we actually kill them. Are you ever angry with uh, uh, Momsi and Popsi that they didn't let you stay in the UK? Um, I know better. So I know that it's all part of a bigger part plan. Part of a bigger plan, yeah, of course. Um, would I have met my, my, Your my, wife, my yeah. wife? Would I have had the fantastic kids I have? Would I, would I, would I? So many would I's. Mm. You know, so many would I's. Looking back, I see that God is a master planner. Yep. And everything... He orchestrates, he orchestrates it. So is, would, would Joseph have loved to be sold into slavery? Definitely not. Exactly. Gone to prison? Definitely not. But maybe he wouldn't have been prime minister if he, if he didn't go through all there of that. There we go. Yeah. So yeah. there's always a trajectory, a trajectory and a pathway. And right. when we don't follow through the process, you know, we don't get the we results. We don't get the results. Wow, nice, nice, profound. So now, but I was gonna just gonna like thank you for for that. I mean, I'm meaning to ask you that. I just wondering how I was gonna plug that in somewhere. Mm. Anyway, so how easy or otherwise was it moving all your everything to um, Abuja? Did did you lose clients by virtue of the move? Yes, you would lose. You would lose clients. Um, a sea, um, a, a ship must lose sight of the shore to set a sail. Word. Um, then there was no phones. Yes. You know, um, so it's, it was difficult. Now you can actually keep your clients because there's, there's I mean... There's, there's WhatsApp, copy, yeah, call, a, 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 lot of, a lot of things. Mm -hmm. but, but it was a sacrifice. I mean, it was, you're going from known to unknown, really. You know, I had quite a lot of people in banks in Lagos and you were moving to unknown territory, in quotes, you know, on the on just on the premise of God said God that this said is it. should move. It sounds a bit crazy, you know. <laughs> Abraham, Abraham, show me move to a land. To a land the guy was me. moving when he was seventy five <laughs> with his with his family and an army of a battalion of people. Yes, so oh God, where are we going to? I don't worry. Just there, more just a waka. More just the go. go. <laughs> ha! At seventy five, you know, if it's uh, in Yoruba parents, like baya, as in ah, uh -uh. you know. But it's 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 a step of faith. And you know that when you have a relationship with God, yeah. you know, uh, you might not know how, you know, you might not know when, you might not know where, but just trust him. Hmm. Trust him. You re the truth of the matter is, you really can't do anything. You really can't do business. You really can't, even having a family without a working knowledge. Yeah, without faith, true. You know, how do you know you're going to make any sale? How do you know you're going to close a deal? Hmm. When you open your store, how do you know? Why do you wake, up, do in you the wake up in the morning? What is the assurance? There is none really. Yeah. We make plans for tomorrow. How do you know you're going to wake up tomorrow? Hmm. Wow. How do you know? But you just have a belief. You're saving. How do you know you're going to be able to spend the money 
to save the money till December. How do you know? That vacation, how do you know? You never know. Never know, yeah. Because tomorrow... It's not guaranteed. Exactly. Only today. And that's why it's called the present. Wow. You know, so... Um, but a step of faith, I'd, I'd, now, I need to also create a balance because it's not just about being spiritually uh, wise and, and earthly, earthly foolish. Earthly foolish. So I need to create a balance. In my service here, I had seen prospects. Right. All right. So we had seen the bankers, they, had, they would order for shirts. I knew that, oh, anywhere I was, I needed to be back in Abuja 21st to 24th. When, to, collect, to collect the when, funds. When people collect salaries. <laughs> so I'd seen that, okay, there was a... I don't know that I, I told you that I got an offer with MTN. Did I better tell you that? Oh, no. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. So, to the tail end of my service... Did you, did you drop your CV there? Hold on. To the, to the tail... I did, I did, I've never dropped a CV. Exactly. Anyway. So, tail end of my service here... The telecom, telecom companies are settling in. They want to start rolling out in Abuja and Lagos. And Lagos, yeah. Abuja, Lagos, Port Harcourt, but it was This was Lagos, 2001? Yes, it was yes. Lagos first, first yes. then Abuja. Yeah. So a client of mine, you know, um, called me that, you about running up your service here? I said, yes. He said, hey, okay, what did you finish with? I told her, I said, okay, okay, okay. I should go to um, Hilton. I remember very clearly. Go to Hilton, um, they are conducting interviews. But you didn't tell her you wanted a job. They just felt that <laughs> a, a young man. You are selling shit. You're selling you, shit. You, can, you can do better you, now. You need to get a job. <laughs> this is not a job. Just get serious <laughs> your life. And I said, and I told her, I said, that I don't, I, I don't need a job. I'm already employed. And she looked at me and I said, but is the offer still open? And she said, yes. So I told a friend of mine that was serving together, she served in the bank, that, ah, local. Loretta, let's, let's go. There's an opening. You know, that conducting interviews, interviews, you know, at the Hilton. And she said, okay, what of you? I said, no, I'm not interested. She said, you're not interested. I said, yes, I already have what I'm doing now. You, because um, where she served, they're not going to retain her. Retain her, yeah. I said, so I think it's better you take the offer. It didn't add up to her, you know. But she got the job. She stayed with MTN? No, she's, she's left. You know, she got the job, and um, I think she worked with MTN for almost 15 years. Wow, yeah. wow, wow. You know, so um, you need to have some form of knowing. Knowing, yeah. You need to have some level of conviction. What, what gave you that confidence that this shit thing I'm doing, uh, it go blow? Like, and how? Like, okay, so when doing the ASO strike, um, I remember when I needed money, and I'm like, hmm, to go and meet this, my people, to go and have <laughs> hmm, a problem. And ah, I remember praying that, ah, God, ah, but you see, you're going to bless me now. Then we had a fellowship we used to attend every Friday. It's called TGIF. You know, um, the convener then, Pastor Chooks, he's now in South Africa. You know, there are so many of us that he groomed. Then and we used to meet at um, um, Yaba. Um, Still, this Yaba horse, again. Horse, horse Memorial, you know. Um, and those those were times where the word is just pumped into you, and you never really know, hmm. you know, where when you need it. So, one of these days, I was asking God that, ah, 
half an hour. This, this T-shirt, can it take me far? Hmm. And I heard, see as a man diligent. Hmm. Just now before kings. Ah, so I said, okay. And segue, this man has actually stood before kings, so let's just put it out there. Okay. You know, so I said, ah, okay. He said, and I remember saying that it's not by virtue of what you do. It is the blessing. So you need to have something you're doing. He said, whatever your hand find it to do, do will prosper. Now, three scriptures I was given, I'm the Lord, my God, I, I want to give everything power to get to wealth. To get wealth. Okay. He said, Diligence. See, as a man diligent, diligence in his work, he will serve before kings. He said, Whatsoever thy hands findeth find to, to do, do it with all your strength. strength. And that's why I'm very passionate about what I do. Mm. I carry it on my head. You know, it's not about the money. I carry it on my head, literally, because I run with, and, and I'm still running, running with, with those scriptures, you know. So, what do you, as, as, as an entrepreneur, as a young person, as an older person, I want to ask you, what are you running on? What's your sustenance? What word have you heard, heard. you know, from God, from your creator, not from the pastor? What one-on-one has God told you that gives you the impetus, that gives you the boldness, that gives you the audacity to take that leap? Hmm. Because it's important. You can't really run far on another person's word. Word, yep. You need to have your own revelation. You need to have your own rema. Mm. It's very, very important. It's very, very important. You must have a personal conviction, which is why when I'm mentoring people, I also ask them, what is your why? Because a lot of times people want to do things because other people are doing, doing it. it. I need to know your why. Because when ch- chips are down, it is the it's why, why that, that will keep you, keep going. you going. Okay, so, um, so I, was, I was asking that, you know, the moving to, did, did you disband your legal setup? Did you, where, 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 did you have tailors that wanted to follow you? So, um, so how was this? Was it, was it, was it, was it a gradual disbandment? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, it was gradual. In fact, I thought I could handle both together. And I remember I had a counseling session with uh, Pastor Olimide Emmanuel. Oh, this of Calvary? Yes. Bible Church? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. And I remember I had a session with him and I was troubled in my spirit. And he told me point blank. He said, you need to relocate to Abuja. Move everything. Ah. Baba. <laughs> <laughs> do, you know, do you know what you're asking of me? You know, it's just like when um, Jesus told the, the rich guy to say, sell, sell, all, your, sell all your belongings. Ah. Mm. And I'm like, sir. And say that's it, because because I'm 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 thinking how were you able to do it? Like um, I remember when I was juggling my paid employment work and mm. self, and it, I I thought I was doing a good job, mm. but then it was my boss that called me and said, "Guy, it's like you want to kill yourself, Abi. Whatever it is you are doing is distracting you. So I'm either going to fire you or sack you. So, um, so at that point, how, what what was the how, how was how was the meeting with the tailors like? Like when you when you told them that man, guys. No, now don't forget that a year or two before then they had they had also they had confirmed, told, confirmed that, that they going, knew I was so going. So they had prepared their mind. There we go. Say, Oga, your guy is ready to bounce at anytime. any time. Okay. So what just happened was that I kept like a workstation in, in in Lagos, in Lagos, and I was trying to see how I could set up something, no matter how small, in Abuja. Abuja. So I was now shuttling. 
Ah, All right. Wow. Can yeah. Yeah. What else was bringing you to Lagos apart from your 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 workstation, your clients? Yeah, that's it. But not. But I I now started having more clients in Abuja. In Abuja, no, of course, because you you're spending more time more in time Abuja. in Abuja. Yeah. You know, so the the prospects and opportunity for Abuja was was humongous. Humongous, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's that's, that's just it. Okay. So take tell, tell us as uh, how you 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 got your first store. I remember it wasn't it was in the market, but I mean, tell us. Okay. So walk, walk um, us through. So. My one of my friends, my bosom friend, he's now um, a director general in um, one of the parasitals in, in Cross River, you know, John Etimbasi. Um, he was into furniture, he's an architect. Um, and he had this double store he had set up, you know, f- to display his furniture in um, Garki. Garki Model Market. Model Market, yes. And Towards the end of my service here, he said he was moving out. That he needed he needed a bigger space, and he wanted something on the main road. Am I interested? Are you? What kind of question, what kind of question is, that? is that? You know. And I remember he, said, he was oh, also your customer too. Yes. And yeah. I remember he said, "No, I'm not going to give you the double. I'm. Well, I still want to keep one. Keep one. Keep you know. One, yeah. But I, but so I think it was seventy thousand naira. I think that was the amount. Per annum. Yes, for for the half half store size. What year was this? Two thousand and that was about I think two thousand and one. Okay, two thousand and one. I think it was two thousand and one. Oh, okay, two thousand and two. You know, and I said, I'm interested. You know, so I paid him in bits as money was coming in. Of course, money for allowance. I used to start doing to the start, renovation. Yeah. All this I didn't tell my dad. So later he said, you know what, I'm leaving this place. Completely, both the both both. So you need yeah. to you need to balance me for the second store. So I said, okay, you know what, I will do that, but give me a bit of time. Had you started operations in the first one? No, we're just setting up. Just, we're just okay, doing, okay. We're just renovating. renovating. Okay. So at the time we wanted to now do the launch, that was sometime in September, if I'm not mistaken, of the place. You know, I'd I'd been sewing. My team in Lagos had been prepared, preparing making um, pieces, pieces and all that. You know. So my dad now said. Uh-uh. Have you not finished NYC? <laughs> I said, yes, sir. In fact, yeah, I wanted to see you again. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure the man was wondering, why is that? Is every time, is every time you call me, I want to see. That I want to see. You know, I said, so why are you not back? So he you know, to my mom, that ah, it seems this your son is joining bad gang. <laughs> because I don't see what he's doing in Abuja. I've not finished NYC. You know? So, and I said, yes, um, actually, I'm opening a store. A store in about a fortnight. And there and then, he told me that actually I'm I'm actually beginning to think you're a bastard, <laughs> that you're going to have to go and look for your father, because how would you tell me after all the money I spent just two weeks, you know, um, before you opened that you're opening? And I told him, I said, first and foremost, you didn't believe it. Believe. Oh, so he wasn't mad that you were opening a store. No, he wasn't mad that you were finally, you were going to open. He was mad that you didn't tell him you were opening a store. I didn't tell him in time. In I told time. him. I told him just at the tail end. At the tail end, okay. And one thing is, and this is this is also a learning curve. Maybe Joseph's route to the palace could have been shorter and less torturous if he if he wasn't blabbering. Exactly. So oftentimes we must learn how to decipher to keep our dreams, our visions of glory until a set time. Hmm. 
So I just said, look, I didn't need any distraction. I didn't need any discouragement. I wanted to do this. And I was doing it with my funds. And that's, I mean, I was happy. I was happy because I didn't take you any didn't money take from, any money money from, 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 from yes. him. Yeah. So I think that in itself was also a problem, you know, because I, they were, I think he was also expecting me at some point in time to come to, to my come senses. To come to, yeah, be like. You know, and ca- come cap in hand. I said, okay, Zaida, I'm sorry, I'm going to read the medicine. <laughs> you know, but it never came. Um, rather, I've, I've been the one that had the privilege and opportunity to, to sow back into, into his, his life. life yeah. You know, um, so looking at it, looking back, uh, you know, I told him that this was what happened and I didn't want any discouragement, you know, and uh, the rest... As I say, is, is history. Is history. So I mean, so so how has the has the journey been? Because I know you this this year you're on your th- third store. Yes. Third in yes. This, yeah, yes. third third yes. store. Yes. Yes. Has yes. has the journey been in terms of staying focused? I mean, um, I remember um, there are so many there are so many um, fashion designers. I remember. I mentioned that uh, Baldon was my mentor, right? So I kind of know the story and everything. So. Um, Kesa Jabari. Mm. So you found that there are a lot of big names mm. that don't stay big for, for mm. long. Have you been able to stay the course? Like, of course, I'm sure you've had some people say, oh, let's do this business together or let's do this together. But you probably tell yourself, oh, I want to stay on the fashion route. Okay, so it still goes back to your why. Okay. You need to have... So even the Bible talks about we know in part. Yeah. All right? So I wouldn't tell you that I know everything about my life. But the little you know, hold it tight. Hmm. Right? That's one. That way you won't be swayed to and fro. Fro. Right? Um, it's important that you have some form of foundation in, in, in with your creator. It's, it's, it's absolutely not it's, it's important, yeah. So, um, now, it's funny you mentioned Kesi Jabari because Kesi Jabari was someone I looked up to from afar. Yeah. Um, and at a point we were, we were close. I was... Uh, Almost, you know, there the, the people you call studio rats. I think I was <laughs> almost uh, turning to a... He had a, he had a... he had a studio in Yaba. Absolutely. Or Muritala Mohammed. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I remember. So I was always in awe of the, the kind of arrangement, arrangement, how somebody could do use tailoring and get, I mean, a duplex. Ah, I mean, that, I mean, that was <laughs> crazy. Then another person um, I, I doffed my hat for also was David Kola Olivon, Dakova, you know as Dakova. Yeah. He's you know. in Abuja with you then. No, he's, he's, he's back, back in Lagos. Lagos. Oh, okay. You know. And um these two gentlemen, you know, aside from um, people like uh um um Uncle Larry Ogunlesi. Ogunlesi Sophisticat. Yes. Um um Mr. Godwin Mekunye, that's uh, vivid imagination. imagination. These were brands that held sway. And I looked at these brands, some I was closer to than others, and I was able to get points for and against. And against. You know, so for every brand, there's something that they're doing that is working, yeah. and there's something that, that they're doing that may not be working. It's left for you to cherry pick. Take what you, take, take, take what's important, uh, take what you need. And, there we go. And now add yours to it and take ownership. Okay, so I have a question. Um, can a brand be, remain relevant re, re, relevant for no a lifetime is pushing it a lifetime is not pushing it 
Okay. Lifetime so, is not pushing. So, it. question: Why do why don't Nigerian brands? Why aren't Niger- So you found out that there are some, especially in the areas in the in the advent of social media, this brand is everywhere. Mm. But five years, you don't hear of them again. Another brand steps up. Mm. They are everywhere. Every celebrities are wearing it, mm. and then you don't hear again. You so 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 it's like so. So what is the what is a Christian Dior, Dolce Gabbana? Fantastic. What, what, what are Excellent they doing that we are question. doing? Excellent question. Excellent. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And I'll tell you, there are lots of things. Number one, it's never, the problem is never to start or starting small. The challenge is remaining small. Mm-hmm. All right? Yeah. You know, um, it's important that you yourself, you are true to yourself. Yeah. I see a lot of people that have made fantastic success of their lives, of their brands, but they lack depth of character. Mm. You can't go far without character. Character is a trump card. And talent is, and talent is never enough. Talent is never enough. Character is a trump card. So let's not forget that every business endeavor is just an elongated shadow of your personality. Mm. All right? Lord. So... If your character is not in sync, there are core values, discipline, dedication, you know, just being polite. So you have a couple of millions and you think you can just be rude, you know, or you think you are too big. You know, there are core. There are there's a core that made you. Made, yeah. You never deviate from your core. If you do, you will lose your results. All right? That's one. Two, is you must know how to reinvent yourself per time. Yeah. All right? Yeah. We started with shirts. Yeah. I'm so pa- I still love shirts. I'm so passionate about shirts. But guess what? We've moved we've into moved other into things. We've moved into other things, yeah. You understand? We've moved into shoot footwear. We've moved into suits. We've moved into caftans. All right? So you must learn how to evolve so you don't become a dinosaur. All right? Three... You must seek to improve yourself. You must seek constant, constant knowledge seeking. So I've been privileged to go to um, the Enterprise Development um, Center, EDC, under Lagos Business School, you know, two fantastic courses, you know, and I've done another one, Oxfam. It's, it's, these are never expenditures. They are, they are investments. investments that keep on giving. Hmm. So, you must understand that, look, whatever success you are seeing today, it pales into significance, into insignificance, what could be if you... If you didn't... Because if you know better... You do better. You do better. Right. You know? So, um, are you reinventing yourself? Are you just happy? The biggest enemy of future success is your present success. Mm. And when you bask in the euphoria of that present success, you lose sight of what can be. Right. So you need to keep up that hunger. Like what the general said, you know, he said, because I have a hunger, hunger and a thirst, you need to constantly ensure and engage um, yourself, you know, that this is you and you. Not, if you listen to what people say, oh, you've done very well, you've done very well, and a light get to you. Boss. Exactly. Chairman. <laughs> you, know, you know, as a beaner, you know, you will miss the mark. Yeah. It's important that, while not saying you should be hard on yourself, 
you should know there's always a place called forward. Forward, yeah. There's always something called next. There's always something called more. You know, there's always a bigger picture. Okay. So, uh, what are your relations? What's your relationship with your colleagues in the fashion, especially in, especially in, especially in, in Abuja? I know that the competition there is thick. Like, are they your friends? Do you do you? Okay, I'm trying to handle. Do you see them? Do you do you do you like compare notes or do they, do they serve as inspiration? Or do you see that man make every man day in deal? Or but like, are they do those do do, do do they do they inspire you? Or do you just say, man, let this guy be on his lane? I'm saying, how do you draw? Well, the point I'm trying to make: how do you draw a balance between so everything the competition you, every, and the, ev- everything you've said is is what all I what I do. There would always be someone that has done better, better than, than you, yeah. and that should not be a source of envy or strive of jealousy, of backbiting. It should be a source of inspiration. It should also be a source of challenge. Okay, if this person can do it. I can do it. You know, get I can do now. it. Exactly. You know, when you hear somebody's testimony, it is to let you know that God is not a respecter of persons. If he does it for one, he can, can do, do it, it for, for all. Mm. Good. So you have that one as inspiration. Two, there is no predicament or challenge that is facing you that is not common to other people. Hmm. All right? So do we compare notes once in a while? We compare notes, especially we're dealing with artisans. Do you understand? Yeah. So you compare so, so, so it's, yes. Im- it's important for people in the creative, not just in the creative, but entrepreneurs, I guess, to yeah, always compare notes. Because you find out that there are a lot of people that they want to See, cover their scripts, a, <laughs> so to speak. A candle never loses its light by sharing. By sharing, yeah. All right? And I can tell you, it is more honorable and it is better to be part of somebody's success, success story, story than, not to be, than not to be part of history. Let me, let, me, let me show you one story that happened when I first started. I'm not sure I ever told you. I don't even know if I should even drag the person self. Anyways, so, I mean, this is me, a greenhorn, as a tenable market. I saw one of the biggest, one of the, I mean, they're, they're still pretty much, and I asked, they are twins in fashion, and I saw one of them. I didn't see me. I'm so excited. I'm like, um, so are you this person? Um, first of all, it starts with who wants to know. I'm like Jesus Christ. Anyways, I really would like to um, you to. I'd like you like to come to your office and you can show me the ropes and da, da da da. And he goes, I don't have time. I don't have time. If you see me again, some some something. And I was hurt though. I was I was hurt. Mm. I was hurt. I mean, but but I would. I, 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 I took that as a learning curve that, you know, when, when I do become, like, I mean, get to that level, it's to always, like, be, um, what's the word, be friendly with people that are coming up the way. Because I think life is, I, I always say that life is like a ladder. Mm. The, the people you, you idolize to, to, to today might end up being, being your con- contemporaries Or subordinates. Mm. <laughs> That's life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so I don't know. I said, I, I've, I've noticed that once, once people get to that point where, you know, it seems like sometimes it's not about them getting to that point. Sometimes it's about the character they've always been. And what just happens is that fame, money, power, as amplified, it just amplifies. That's all. So it's who they've always been. But how come those ones then they are, they, they still remain relevant over a long period of, of, of time? Like, you're like are this, this nasty person, how come you still have? Because if the fundamentals hmm. are in place, if I'm coming to what I'm coming for, 
of service delivery. Service delivery, yeah. And if you're able to deliver every time and again. <laughs> Everything else you do is... You know, um, then of course, you have you have tools that also enable, yeah. you know, there's social media, mm-hmm. yeah. there's advertisements, there's uh, brand endorsements. These are enablers, do you understand? Right. The challenge is how sustainable, Yes. you know, how much longer is it, is it, can it be sustained? sustained? The challenge is when we now talk about things like succession and succession planning, those uh-huh, are the things. That's where... Yeah, uh, so... Anyway, there's so many things I want to talk about, but I'll just keep it... I'm just going to round... I'm just going to start rounding round, round, up because trust me, if if we continue, it will, this podcast will be... I'm sure this podcast is already going to be split into two episodes anyway. So, anyways, so I was going to say that... Um, um, have there, has there ever been times where you want to give up? Like, despite hearing mm. from God that this is what you're supposed to do, mm. are, are, are there things that have come come to you and you're like, man, I'm just, I'm just going to pack this thing up and... Yeah, absolutely. So one of, uh, one of the most uh, uh, challenging years for me as a person as a, and as a, as a family man as a, and as a business was 2010. They said when it rains, it pours. It pours yeah. Everything that could go wrong went, went wrong. wrong. Wow. We had orders um, that I was doing in China. Um, when I, by the time I got back to Nigeria, the factory had cancelled that they couldn't do it. And of course, they will not refund. Um, so literally, we had to, we were, we were working. That's locally produced. We, had, we were working to refund monies. You know, we so tried, what did you do tried, with, with the order? How did you get, how did you tackle that? I had to now, on my next trip, now see how I could convert, Con- convert it, as it. A, as a payment for something else. Right. You know, so you had that, um, there were just different issues. There were just different issues, <laughs> my God. You know, and I just said, maybe, maybe I didn't hear right. <laughs> you know, maybe I didn't hear right. So what kept you going? Um, they still small voice, hmm. you know, and the voice of reason, that's okay. What would you want to start doing now after you put in so much? So much, yeah. So I said, okay. Then you always look at having people who are, for me, one of my, one of my spiritual fathers is um, um, the very respectable and respected um, Bishop Abue. So I met him that's that I'm tired, I narrated everything. And he just said, the storm is over. Baba, hmm. uh-uh. <laughs> did, did you hear what I did you, did you hear what I said? <laughs> you know? Did you uh, I mean I've just given this one I uh, and I said the storm is over. Peace. Hmm. Uh-uh. Is that it? And I lie not. Everything just fell into everything place. Fell into place. We renegotiated with the ones you can renegotiate, but the ones that insisted, we said, okay, we, we asked for time. And here we are today, 12 years. That, yeah, yeah, the well, line. yeah. You know, um, so even this year, for instance, the price of um, diesel, diesel. <laughs> at the back end, we use an average of 600 liters a week. A week. Um, so from 200 or something um, naira to a liter to 700 and 800 and it was almost as if ah, I know do 
you know. Like, I know do. But then again, there's something my manager told me when I had a, a nasty accident about two years ago. I was fatigued. He, he offered to drive me. I said, no, you should not worry. And, and I slept off and I had an accident. And he said something. He said, sir, I'm going to tell you something and um, take it any, but I'm going to tell you. I said, okay, what is it? He said, even if you're not mindful of yourself or your family, look around. You have at least 80 people under you who have at least four to five people under them. Under them, yeah. That is almost Three, 400 and something, 400 something people, people that depend on this business. business. Even if you don't care for yourself. Care for the other people. Care for the other people. <laughs> and it hit me. Wow. It hit me and it hit me. So what am I trying to say? Sometimes when you want to give up, when you want to quit, you look at, it's not just about the naira and cover. You look at the impact you're making. You look at the lives you are blessing. You look at the downlines. It's not just about that tailor or that staff. You look at the, 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 the ripple effect. You know, when they pray to God, you know, for their daily hustle, mm. the, when God answers, he actually answers by bringing you clients and bringing you open, opportunity, open jobs and open opportunity and, and opportunities. So it's really not about us. It's, it's really never about, about us. Yeah. And God expects us to be faithful, you know, and that's why he said, the workman is worthy of his of wages. All this... I, I, I too sharp, I too clever, I know I'm pay. Make Baba pay your staff. You know, I receive salary when my salary, maybe my staff receive salary and we receive salary at the end at of the month. At the same time. You understand? So if they don't get paid, I don't get paid. You know, and as long as God sees, as long as, they, so for as, people, for as many as are not even, let's even, let's even be, let's, let me talk to people who are not religious and don't believe in God. The universe works in your favor when you also work in its own interest. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You cannot fend for people. People get, a lively, get their livelihoods from you. Their children, their, their school fees, the feeding, their wives. Things would work out. Somehow. Somehow. Some way. Hmm. Word. Word. Anyways, um, so what's the, what's the plan for Baldon next decade? Because I know that <clears throat> um, you're, 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 into, you're into footwear now. Yes. Um, any plans to expand on the leatherwear side? Yeah, there will, there will always be, there will always be plans. plans yeah. um, uh, of course, you want to do a lot more. Um, everything is also a function of timing. Yeah. Um, so you ask yourself, okay, what next can we do? You know, can we open up branches? Can we? So that there, there lots of things we have um, on the pipeline. On the pipeline. Do you ever know. think you go into politics? No. <laughs> so if a group of people say, ah, no, you are a great okay. guy. Mm. I mean, let us sponsor you. Mm. So. It's also you, you, you. Like I said before, you need to have your own personal. Have your own personal conviction, okay. Um, Sun Tzu is a Chinese philosopher. Philosopher, yeah. 
the art of war. 50% of life's battles are won when you know thyself. Hmm. The other 50 are won when you know your enemy. enemy. Your enemy is your environment, the political space, your your craft. I mean, it's all around you. All around, yeah. Now, your your, your knowledge of both yourself and your, your enemies gives you 100% victory. So you should know what your likes, what your dislikes are. You should know what you are meant for and what, what you are not what meant, meant, to meant, to meant, meant to do. Yeah. You know, so. And uh, politics is not what you are meant to do. Politics is not for me. But the time you were vice chairman of your estates, estate now, that's, it. that's politics now. Okay, so if you, if you probe further, if you probe further, you find that I was forced. You are silent. I was, I was coerced <laughs> into it. I would always, um, in my, to the best of my ability, give a lending hand um, to people yeah, in, in um, government, in government, in authority. authority yeah. And I do have quite a couple, you know, that I talk to on the side. But um, that's it's not for me. I would rather just remain a mentor and advisor. But I'm not, I'm not yeah. mainstream. Yes. So I mean, as a as a parting shot, um, what would you what would you what would you tell? First of all, Nigerian entrepreneurs, because I because I tell that I mean, the Nigerian people have is there's a certain anointing we have. And of course, with this, it saddens me also when I see that, you know, with this exodus of people living, there are also entre entrepreneurs living to start mm. in other countries. Right. Um, what would you advise the Nigerian entrepreneur that's going through it right now that is telling you that, man, I'm tired, I want to give up. I don't think, I don't think this, 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 this is made for, I'm made for this, mm. this situation. What, what would you, as somebody who's done this for over two decades, what would you, what would you, what's that thing you would tell the person right now that's going through it. Even this we shall pass. Hmm. It gets it gets darker just before dawn. Word. And tough times never last. Tough people do. You must have staying power. You don't you don't you don't you don't you don't, you don't begin to prepare for war during a time of war, right? So the strength that we need as entrepreneurs is there are things that from your background, from your upbringing that you ought to have had. Had, yeah. Right? And it now kicks in. And sometimes it's about critically looking at our businesses and re-engineering, re reorganizing. There are things that you can't do on your own. You might need to get an external eye to help you because you might think this is the best way and it might not be the best way. You know, you might be able to be a bit more efficient, be a bit more effective, right? If you do it in another way, I've learned that in different in different uh, ways, you know. So I would um, just stay hanging there. Jack Pine, <laughs> it's a fifty-fifty, because would you be able to live your dreams? How many people have? How many people live their dreams when they try Jack You are busy trying to survive. Survive, yeah. And so to survive, you don't just do one job. You're doing two jobs. Some people are mortgage attendants. Some people are doing um, security. Some people are doing. How easy or otherwise is, is, it, is it to, to run an, run to be an entrepreneur like from a, from a foreign country over there? It's not easy because <laughs> setting up, don't forget that there are strict labor laws. Right. Strict labor laws. Um, so they're not asking whether you made money or don't make money. And the tax system is effective to a T. Right. So for a working system, is because the systems have been made to work and it's at a cost. Mm. And it's at a very, very high, high cost. cost yeah. You know, so things you get away with in Nigeria, the opportunities are bound in here. Things you get away with in Nigeria, you can't do it over there. You know, so a lot of times, I, like um, I had a message 
um, by um, a pastor and he said, a lot of pastors, if they relocate abroad, they won't have, <laughs> they business, won't have again. business again. Yeah. Because the, the lights, the, which, there are no witches no, because yeah. of development. Mm. Do you understand? The deliverance they are doing, the person goes to the hospital and there's healthcare. And there's healthcare. You know, so really, the car you are praying for, oh God, oh God, just go and go to a car dealer. You know, and they, they organize an instrumental payment plan. Mm. Do you understand? Yeah. So, a lot of people, a lot of pastors will not have messages. Now, what am I trying to say? A lot of times, we look for the easy way out. But maybe we need to be like that caterpillar that needs to go through that arduous, torturous process to become, become that butterfly. beautiful butterfly. You know, it's never easy. It's never easy. Diamonds. If you look at them when they come out black and it's never easy. They go through a trying period. Same also is gold. It's never easy. But when they come out, they come out priceless. We have 200 million people. Even if you do your demography, anyhow you do of your, your, your fraction, there's no how you can't still access a 500 to 1,000 and 1 million market, market for your products. That's huge by all standards. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Bros D. Thank you so much for sharing for, for, being, for being open. Um, thank you personally to me for being my mentor. Um, I mean, one day on this podcast, I'll tell my story of how we kind of told the same route with, of course, we had the same dad, and he was like, you too, <laughs> like your brother. He's like, I shouldn't have sent any of you to, to school. <laughs> you know, and you know, it became a lot easier for me because he had pretty much um, gotten the majority of the of the persecution <laughs> and they are seen that it had worked for him so when I told then I was also doing touring, touring the same touring the same route they were like okay since your brother is doing it yeah, you, you, you two follow so there are actually two fashion designers in, in, in um, from from our house and he's just been an awesome person operates an open door policy every time I get stuck in uh, with an idea or trying to sort some things out He's always there to listen. So thank you for being on our podcast. Thank, thank you, you so thank much. You. Thank you very thank much, you so much for having me. Um, you, can, you can follow him on Instagram. Follow Baldon on Instagram at Baldon Clothiers. That's B-A-L-D-O-N-C-L-O-T-H-I-E-R-S. Of course, don't forget to follow the Coffee and Beans podcast at Coffee Beans Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, follow Outspoken at Outspoken Clothiers. Till the next episode, this is Adeshola signing out. Of course, I, I look forward to hearing from everybody on um, let's know, let's know um, um, what you want us to talk about. Let's know if this episode inspired you. Let's know if you have questions for Mr. Balogun. If you have questions, if you, if you have um, comments, please, we want to hear it. Um, um, we look forward to hearing from you. On, um, until the next time, drink coffee, stay blessed. <laughs>